everybody. Welcome to Kush and Kai. I'm Kai. I'm Kush. What's good, y'all? You know, another week, another movie, another thing, another Jesse Smollett story. Oh, no. What's, what's Jesse gotten into now? Oh, gosh. She got convicted of 16 felony counts of lying to the police. Oh, my. How do you... <laughs> Do we know what all those counts are? Like, does that just count as one crime? What? Well, he was talking to them, and at individual points, he lied to them about things that happened or evidence that he faked. So that's a bummer. So it uh, added up to 16. Well, look, if anyone knows more about faking evidence, it's the Chicago PD. So they know their shit. Damn. Oh, good stuff. Anyway, so what have you been watching this week? What's, uh, what's, what's on your plate? What's on your spoiler? I saw a little movie the other day. Releases today, Friday, oh. uh, March eighth, just in time for International Women's Day. Hey, it's uh, it's, it's about a woman. I'll tell oh. you that she she's all about doing the right thing, spreading yeah. positivity, fighting negativity, uh-huh. alien men who shake Rose- at their will, and she celebrates the day with a lot Sounds of like- attracted dance. Let me guess. Let me guess. This is Ida B. Wells. Close. Gloria Bell. Gloria Bell. Julianne Moore. John Turturro, Michael Sarah calls her mom. It's an R-rated movie from A24. They, uh, they, they do good work over there. And uh, it's, this is just a, a simple story about a woman getting closer to 60. She's, uh, her mom is still around. She's watching her kid go through some crazy uh, sporadic uh, marriage where the mother of that relationship has abandoned everybody. John Turturro comes into the mix as a, as a possible love interest, but is ultimately... He is no good. Oh, However, no. it's got a great soundtrack that you can dance to. All right. Uh, Gloria Bell is just going to get through her day with a smile, and you're not going to stop her. Oh, good times. Well, great. Well, what, uh, how many blueberries are you giving this one? Four out of six. All right, four out of six. Climax and, <laughs> and Gloria Wells, uh, four out of six. There's a, there's a category there. Yeah. Uh, you know what's crazy? I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to zig uh, when I was going to zag there. I thought you were going to say uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> I know. I know. I see how, <laughs> see how we did that there. <laughs> With the exception of John Torturo's gastric bypass surgery, all of that still falls into uh, Captain Marvel. Aha! Came out today. Aha! Also about a superhero spreading positivity, fighting ne- negativity, trying to do right thing against alien men who shape shift at will. Fucker! Celebrating the day with a lively soundtrack you can dance to. All right. Captain Marvel wait. is dull. Oh <laughs> wait, what era was Captain Marvel in? Uh, 1995. Because they actually show you a calendar at one point. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was in the 80s. No, uh, there's a couple 80s songs in there because she was a child during the 80s, but um, the character of Gloria Danvers has been missing since 1989. That was six oh, there you go. Ago, and now she is back. And uh, we, should be, we, sh- we should have a movie about this woman who was missing for six years to just to come back out of nowhere who now possesses supernatural, extraordinary abilities. However, it's just, you know, no, some things go bang, some things go boom. Uh, Nick Fury throws in a joke. Uh, if, if you don't mind me asking, I actually, uh, Captain Marvel is, uh, I, I know relatively little. What are the powers as assessed by this movie? Not much. She can apparently fly. We know that. She can shoot laser beams out of her, out of her fists. Well, that's, that's pretty apparent. good right there. That's a that's good one, great. too. Super strength. Super strength is, uh, seems fuck. to be a thing. Is, she's, she's super powered here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, however, none of that really matters. Is, uh, <laughs> even even when she couldn't fly and when she didn't shoot laser beams out of her fists and had super strength, she's just kind of a badass who does whatever she wanted to and doesn't really learn anything. The, the I entire do what I want. movie. I do what I want. <clears throat> kind of. Good stuff. Kind of like that, yeah. So, yeah. however, um, this is just my review. I, I'm giving it a one out of six. Other people Whoa, love this movie. One. A wow. One. This was a very dull movie. This could have been so much better. This could have been about the focus being uh, two alien races are at war, Kai. Yeah. One is not who they say they are. The other, a bunch of refugees just trying to just trying to find a, their little piece of the pie in this goddamn galaxy. Just a little justice. That's all they want. And instead, no, we get a thing about, well, she's a woman, so she's badass. Wow. You get how that works? <coughs> we, we could have had this great thing about, you know, galaxies. Worlds and, colliding. Worlds <clears throat> colliding. Minds, opinions being changed. Seeing seeing that what you were working Races on. Races possibly ended. I mean, that. And, and uh... doing the right thing at the end. And instead, what do we do? We get a cameo of, of a post-mortem Stanley reading the Mallrats script. So what? Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, uh, and spoilers there for anybody into those post-credit sequences. That sounds like a missed opportunity there. Some vitriol coming through with the blueberry puttering to a stop. This movie has, as the Rotten Tomatoes scores are being tallied from the critics, it went from like an 85% and has been ticking down throughout today. We're now hovering at 79%. It is being uh, driven further and further down, despite Disney's advanced team trying to uh, make amends there. However, it is on pace for a $150 million opening weekend. uh, I don't know how this movie bombs. There was rumors about that going to like, oh, people are worried that Captain Marvel is going to be the first Marvel bomb. Like, I I don't know what that really constitutes. I think the only bomb they may have is the Incredible Hulk with um, um, Ed Norton. And even then, I think that that, like just broke even. Um, Yeah, that that one would just... That was the most unsuperhero-like movie. That that was tedious to watch, and it had so many things I liked. I love the Hulk. I love San Francisco. I love. Well, punching... You're thinking of Hulk. Two different. Oh no. Two different movies. Oh, is that? Wait, I'm thinking of a different one. You're thinking oh, of um... the Eric Bana one. That's I like that thinking. one. I like that one even less. Famous. <laughs> I think the Ed Norton one. They did an edit that he didn't like, and he refused to do press for it. Oh, he fantastic. Just, like, he, out, outright was like screw you guys you betrayed me i will not i will never mention the name of this movie ever again despite oh, wow. you i want to um, know what that that edit was then because i've only saw it once i was just like yeah it's okay that movie couldn't have been fit i don't think that could have been saved in the edit whatever that was that was like watching a video game too where it was like no no it's this guy that they're fighting he's up on the roof all right go through brazil you're like yeah fine yeah yeah I still like the Bana one less. Yeah. I did not like that one. I, I've I've tried to watch the Eric Bana one twice, and I've fallen asleep both times. It's, it's, it's not easy not to sit through. Great, it is not great. But on the flip side, I have to say, given all these things where they came from, so even like I rewatched the first um, Iron Man, and it pretty basic for the time. Like they've topped themselves a bunch. So Mm -hmm. they really did a good job, like building out that world. Uh, And that is difficult at best to do with such a scale and budget. So good on them for, you know, building a direction. 
I would like to think if Captain Marvel had come out six years ago, seven years ago, that maybe my review would be different. However, the, the, the fact it remains that the character never learns anything. She continues, just follows her instincts, which, which work out to her advantage. She's mm-hmm. always super strong. She's always, you know, it's, there's no conflict. There's no resolution. I never felt a sense of danger. I never felt there were stakes. This is also a prequel. So mm-hmm. it's just like, it's just setting shit up. <laughs> you know, has already happened. And you're just like, oh, well, I hate that even more now. Um, I'm usually a sucker for these Marvel movies. This is not it, unfortunately. At least not for me. Other people are like, I love this movie. Eight out of ten. And as long as long as we're talking about it, the last post-credit dealy for Infinity War was Nick Fury before he bursts into ash, signaling we assume Captain Marvel because mm-hmm. lo- her logo appears on his his pager. True. Is any of that set up? Again, spoilers, I, guy. Who do you care that much? Spoilers uh, for that, but um, spoilers. There's a movie coming out in six weeks called Avengers Endgame. Hey, oh, uh, yes. There's there's a the end credit deals specifically with the fallout of Nick Fury's page. There we go. So. Okay, so at least yeah, the whole if not if nothing else, the whole movie was leading to the end the end credit sequence, which that's the currency in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Let me just throw this one last thing out here again. If you want a movie about a woman spreading positivity, fighting negativity against alien men who shapeshift at will, doing the right thing, and getting through the day with a lively soundtrack, go see Wonder Woman from two years ago, three years ago. Okay. Oh, good stuff. If you I absolutely need that. a superhero to be involved in that, go see Wonder Woman. Well, go see Gloria Bell. Kush, thank you for your review. I'm going to see in this order Gloria Bell and then Wonder Woman. Uh, I haven't seen either of those. Well, good stuff. Thank you for that. Check those out, cushionkai.com, especially for Kush's awesome reviews on there, and uh, sometimes some other stuff. Who knows? If I can, if I could goose right along here, I this was under my radar. Hmm. There's a movie called Tolkien coming oh. out from Fox Searchlight. Hadn't seen this one. I'm a huge Tolkien fan. Love the Lord of the Rings, but this is it's about his life, sort of dramatized. They took events and then kind of did it. But I watched the trailer for the first time. And bile rose in the back of my throat because they just oh. gave it the Tolkien, the Shakespeare and love treatment oh, wow. and reflexively. It could be like a fun story and whatever, hmm. but reflexively, I hate it. I just oh. saw they were, you know, cause he was in world war one, but they were adding little details where it was like, Hey, look, this, this explosion looks kind of like Sauron or like, Oh no, look, this rider <laughs> looks like one of the, one of the dark, dark horsemen. You're like, go you fuck yourself get you go home and you fist yourself at the top of a flight of stairs until you fall down like no no hilarious ah I, uh, and look i love tolkien i do but why what are you doing we don't need the, i don't want the. i don't want this as a fan i guess this is not for me because i don't i don't want this it's most likely not for you as you mentioned at the top of this this is a fox searchlight movie meaning it's very it's very independent I've only seen the trailer once going into that independence, but I, I thought the trailer looked good. Again, I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan. I hate the Hobbit. I hate all that shit. But this, I was just like, all right, I'll check this out. Like this, this might be a thing. Now having heard your thoughts on it, I feel <laughs> like this is the Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. A fantasy, uh, yes. um, uh, fantasy world building. 
Yes. Like, <laughs> that's you, a perfect I think that's so, someone's going to someone's going to put in some terrible prosthetic teeth. They're they're going to do a really bad Im- impersonation, but we're going to get a really nice concert at Live Aid at the end. 20 yeah. minutes. Oh boy. I ugh. And there's no it and it already from the trailer it, it appears they've mixed up all the dates and events and reasons that he wrote the things. Oh, and, just anyway. like Bohemian Rhapsody. Absolutely. Yeah, I they yeah, they just put it the, the blender and they just yeah. kind of put it on frappe for a couple seconds and I don't know what we're looking at, but good times every yeah, if you if it's for you, fine. Also for the record, yeah, I'm a huge Tolkien fan. Turned off the Hobbit movies, uh, the first one several times. I just oh. They, I think I've detailed this on the pod before, but when the dwarves in that first scene, <laughs> when they, they finish one song when they're at Bag End, and then there's like a beat that goes by, and then they begin another, I immediately reach for the remote and just turn. It was like, oh, you don't have any moves, because this should be one movie. <laughs> this is one book. It should be one movie. Like, no, you, you're stretching here. This, no, I can't. I, I agree with that too. It was it was one book that's smaller than any of the other three books combined. Yeah, um, yeah. Was... Out of bounds. It is a rule violation. Uh, I will carry water for the other three movies and Peter Jackson's accomplishment and its place on the uh, AFI's top one hundred list. Uh, that uh, that's real. Uh, I believe in that. Jesus fuck. Oh, uh, in other Lord of the Rings news, which is weird because I haven't gotten to say that ever, uh, but, you know, on the pod. But um, First Amazon, time for everything on this right? Amazon, and now, I know this won't mean a ton to you, but uh, Amazon announced that uh, the their Lord of the Rings series, remember the one that they, they've been keeping under lock and key? They keep the writers in a locked room. Yes. <laughs> Nothing can get in or out. They, the only details they've announced, they released a map. Okay. And they announced that it's going to take place during. Well, drum roll. There it is. It's taking place during the Second Age, which is a long time before the events of the Lord of the Rings. So oh. we will get to see uh, Sauron's rise uh, and his evilness, and he becoming the first lieutenant to Melkor, the devil of that world. And the fall of Numenor, the Sea Kings, and their world meets a very Atlantis-like end. So that would be great to see. So you sent me a text with some of this information earlier today, and I was just like, I am so goddamn tired of prequels, especially after telling you about Captain Marvel. Yeah. This, at least, I mean, this is, while a prequel, they're, they, they're making up most of this, right? Like, I know Tolkien had a little, little pie chart or a chart of uh, important events in his universe. Mm-hmm. He only wrote those four books, right? Not exactly. There's a little book called The Silmarillion where he works out all of the myths and lore and prehistory for all of these things. Anybody interested, they should go check it out. It's an interesting read and it covers all of these events in detail. The languages spoke and even the foods eaten by said sea kings and different people and how they met their end. The Silmarillion is more, it reads like the Bible. It goes... And then Valerian begot Valinor, and they went to the place of the Forbidden. And then he was struck down by the Valentenqua. It reads like that, but it covers all of the prehistory, like thousands of years before. It's like 365 pages. It covers all of the things that happened before the events in The Lord of the Rings. That sounds exhausting. However, I feel like they feel like they have a lot of room to stretch it out. This is technically a prequel, but it could happen a few hundred or even a thousand years before 
Lord of the Rings, and there is magic and dragons and all sorts of crazy shit going on, and it doesn't happen in the same place mostly. So, yeah, <laughs> I guess it's a. I don't know because it doesn't have any of the same. It might have like one or two of the same characters, but largely we will be following people that we have never met before. I feel like the mainstream audience that Amazon is uh, hoping tunes in for this won't know anything about the the Silmar, and they'll they'll just. This is all fresh original content. Oh no! Just just the choicest of dorks have have weighed weighted into this territory, and even if they have, you know, just watching. Yeah, if you could just it, the difference between watching a Bible passage and reading it is immense. So I, I feel like it'll be for, the, for those there. Like I, it's getting my attention, and I have an Amazon Prime account, so I'll be, I'm listening. I'm listening. Nice. Yeah, I'm there. I think that's good. Yeah. Well, check us out online. Throw us a tweet. Write us an email. Yeah, we'll send you a t-shirt. But yeah, that's for us. From you, Kush? Check out a new episode of Brazen Conscious and Contagious this Monday, episode yeah. three. Uh, Kush Hayes Show, now on its own RSS feed. Woo! So you gotta go find me over there. Go, everybody. Um, uh, yeah, we, we talk some Captain Marvel. I drop some sound bites from uh, not only Brie Larson, but we get Clark Gregg in there. We get Sam L. Jackson, Annette Benning. Check us out, cushionkai.com. Cushionkai, cushionkai, cushionkai. Hell yeah, rock on, Kush. Hi, this is Jenny Powell, and my new podcast, Brazen Conscious and Contagious, is now available on thebosley.net. When I was asked to do this podcast, it was important for me to be able to reach people on a very basic human level, which for me means I'm doing this work too. So anything to do with change, anything that has to do with inviting wellness into our lives, I wanted it to be available in a way that others knew that they weren't alone in this process. That just because what makes us teachers in this life doesn't mean that we arrived well and ready to teach. We actually had our own unique process in going through these steps in life. So it is my honor and my privilege to not only share the things that I have learned and discovered within myself, but also have had the privilege to have this information passed down to me and readily available to share with the rest of the world. So I thank you so much for listening. And to catch my new episodes every other Monday, they're available on major podcasts and are found including on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Thank you so much, and I can't wait to connect with you on Brazen, Conscious, and Contagious exclusively through thebosley.net. Thebosley.net. Sit, Bosley, sit. I don't want this.